The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Coming up on the program, I want to focus on self-care and self-love. Clearly, um, multiple dimensions to self-care, but I think it's something we all need to think a little bit about, especially during these times. And I will ask you, and I hope you will respond and tell me, what are you doing to take care of yourself? Have you been doing more self-care or less during the pandemic? But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with passion at 514-800. Remember, you can also email me anytime to laurie at drlaurie.com. So if you remember last night, if you were listening, we uh, got an email from a teenaged uh girl who had caught her father having sex with another man and they're basically he was cheating it was a kind of a double shock to her because a he was with another person other than her mother uh his wife and uh, b it was with a man and uh, she was quite quite distressed by it anyway she wrote back again and so i have a follow-up email from her that uh, I want to share with you. She said, I listened last night and bit my tongue. So she took people's advice. Remember, this is a community, so everybody was kind of giving their uh, their support and, and things like that. Uh, this morning, I did contact a line, so we t- told her to go to a support line, and they told me it is a difficult decision, but from what I described Maybe I should tell my mom. I was told STDs are most high in the gay community. I went in a gay chat room and they all said the same. I was out before my dad was up, but when I came home this afternoon, the same car was in the driveway, but I was too afraid to look in the basement window. I slammed the door when I came in and could hear the sounds of movement downstairs. My dad came up with this guy my dad only in his bathing suit, and introduced me to the man and said he was here to look at the air conditioning system. I am not stupid. I asked, why no truck, no tools, and we have central air, and I'm smart enough to know the thing is outside. I began to smell something, a disgusting, revolting smell that could only be one thing. I told him he smelled like S-H-I-T, and I did not make it to the bathroom to vomit. When I came out, his friend was gone, and my dad was downstairs in the bathroom. I could hear the tap running. I told him I knew what he was doing, and he denied everything, and told him I saw him yesterday. The sight of you makes me sick, and I left. My cell was ringing nonstop, then he started to text. I was not answering. About an hour later, I sent a text telling him, if he does not tell mom, I will. And I added, like I should have done a year ago. The reply was, why didn't you say anything last year? I have nothing against gay people, but I find a certain thing they do the most revolting thing. 
my cell is still ringing like crazy. I know my parents make out. I hear them sometimes. Now I only hope my mom does not have anything. I'm going to text him now. I will be home at 11. If mom does not know by then, by 11.05, she will. I may call him. I'm not sure. I really don't see the point. It really bugs me. I just put it out there about knowing a year ago, so she kind of tricked him a little bit, and now I know it's not recent. His most recent text is, I was just experimenting. B.S. If it was another woman, I could handle it much better. I don't even want to go home tonight. So I think we're all feeling how distressed this young woman is and the predicament she finds herself in. Being a child who has to bear the burden of keeping that level of a secret, I think is too much uh, for a child to bear. It's not her secret to bear. She did not do anything uh, wrong. And I think by saying to her dad, listen, you tell mom or I will. Like, I don't want to be the bearer of this secret. So I think she was well advised. And uh, I guess we'll, uh, we'll follow up and see if she, um, if she sends me a follow up email after her mother finds out. So I, I'm, I'm quite certain this is going to be a, a bit of a lengthy, uh, maybe saga, drama, whatever you want to call it. But uh, it's going to hit the fan for sure uh, at some point. So uh, I think, first of all, I will, uh, kudos to you for uh, having the courage to write to us and to re- and reaching out for for help. So uh, I really uh, really appreciate that, and you should be proud of yourself for um, thinking it through. I'm glad you bit your tongue, thought it through, followed some advice. And we're all sorry that you have to go uh, go through this, clearly. 514-800, if you'd like to uh, text in a comment or a question, you know that you could do that. A texter writes in, she did the right thing. Uh, I think you're not the only one who, who would think that. I think she slept on it overnight and, and you know did some of her research and talked to people and got support and was smart of her to go to a gay chat room and talk to others and went to a helpline and talked to them. So um, she did do it, which was good. So I'm really happy that she took uh, she took uh, all of our uh, advice. My wife and I have been married for 25 years. We love each other. She never has had an orgasm, and this has not been a, had a good effect on our sexual relationship. Recently, she told me she had bought a vibrator and has used it twice, and both times she had an orgasm. While I appreciate her honesty, I do not have a good feeling about this. I am scared this does not finish here, and it continues going to somewhere that affects our marriage, i.e. when she cheats on me. Can this happen? Can I, how can I prevent this? Any comment is appreciated. So this does not mean that uh, she's going to go elsewhere. So what it, what it indicates to me is that she clearly, clearly needs that clitoral stimulation. You know, you're talking about she's never had an orgasm. I'm thinking you're you're really meaning she's never had an orgasm with intercourse. So that's the majority of women. 80% of women need that clitoral stimulation. A vibrator does a great job for women because it's faster, I mean, faster than any tongue, faster than any finger can be, all of that. So clearly, um, you know, there's an 
more of an impact there. You could incorporate the vibrator in uh, your lovemaking as well. I don't want you to be in competition with the vibrator. Whatever works for her is whatever works for her. So I think it's important to communicate together about what uh, feels good. Uh, And first of all, you're assuming that she's sexually um, unsatisfied because she doesn't have an orgasm through intercourse or sex with you. That's not the case. Women don't need the orgasm. It's nice, but it's not a uh, necessity. And then you jump to the conclusion that then she will cheat. So I think you're taking this a little too far, and you need to understand uh, female sexuality a little bit more. So talk about that clitoral stimulation. From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. A couple of messages to share for that young lady who uh, wrote us over the last couple of days. Um, Hi, Dr. Roy, that's really, really hard for that teenage girl. Wow, I hope she can catch her breath and not feel any direct responsibility for any of this mess. You're absolutely right. Uh, definitely a good result from her reaching out to the helpline and gay chat room. Uh, Dr. Lloyd, please send the link to this part of your show to that teen so she can share it with her dad to get him to tell his wife already, in big caps, that he is cheating on her with a man. So I think everybody's in agreement that uh, the wife... Uh, the wife needs to know one way or the other. I would Now that she's confronted her dad, I wouldn't want her to be the one, but him to be the one. And he should take the responsibility. So it's off of her young shoulders, if you ask me. But uh, my guess is she's listening to the show tonight anyhow. Uh, so I, I'm, she's hearing all of your comments. All right, I want to talk a little bit about self-care. You know, have you noticed how... During the pandemic, well, you know, all the salons are closed and the nail places and what have you. So I'm looking around and <laughs> I'm seeing all my friends, they're growing beards and the women have their grays have all come in. And uh, and I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, it, it, for me, it's re- been really freeing not to have to do so much of that, but I used to enjoy, like, to me, that was my self-care is, like, it was nice to sit and get my nails done every few weeks and, you know, have my, fix my hair up or or whatever it was. But on the other hand, during this whole pandemic, it's like, is it really, it hasn't really been that important, right? So it's a bit freeing also not to have to wear makeup and not, it's been nice. And to me, that's kind of been a a self-care kind of thing. Um, but I'm wondering if there are any, is there anything that you're doing to, to take care of yourself now? Like, do you find yourself focusing on self-care more now than before the pandemic or much less? I've also heard people talk about, uh, oh, the COVID-5, meaning the COVID-5 five pounds that they've gained, for example, and they're, they're like down on themselves feeling they didn't take care of themselves and they did let themselves go and, and things like that. So I want to, I want to hear from you. What are some of the things that you have done to, uh, to take care of 
every aspect, basically, of yourself. And then we could talk about what it means to self-love. I'm not talking about uh, self-pleasure. I'm just talking about self-love here uh, tonight. So I want to hear from you about that. And after 10.30, I want to speak to, and I hope we can reach him, but the owner of Bloke, which is a uh, a men's, um, uh, like a, a, a truly a men's self-care Place. It's not just a barber shop. It's more than that. It's where men go to basically, I believe, get pampered to some degree. So we'll talk about that because that's on the. We're seeing more and more men also uh, concerned about their self care. More men getting pedicures, men getting manicures, things like that. So I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear from you as well. Feel free to call me too. Like talk to me. 514-790-0800 to call in or 514-800 uh, to text in. Let me know. What are you doing? But um, what does self-care actually mean? What does it mean? Uh, it, it's Basically, it's taking care of yourself, right? Okay, we all know that. But there's different dimensions of self-care. There's taking care of ourselves emotionally, taking care of ourselves physically, taking care of ourselves psychologically, and even spiritually. So there are many factors or, or elements to our being and, and the things that we need to take care of and not ignore. Are you the kind of person that gives a lot of yourself. Maybe you are in an industry, maybe like me, where I'm, you know, there helping others, for example, on a, on a daily basis. Or maybe you, that's your personality. You have a hard time saying no to people. You um, are all. You're the one that people go to when they need something, and you do it all gladly and willingly and happily. But it's often those people, those those people that give so much of themselves that um, need more of that self-care because they tend to ignore themselves and they put others ahead, their others' needs ahead of their own. And so they have to find a way to balance between um, giving to others and giving to the self. And you need to do that. It is essential for us to self-care if we are to manage stress, if we are to prevent burnout, um, and, uh, and also compassion fatigue, which is always being there for other people and having a huge heart and, and taking on others. And, you know, oftentimes when you hear problems of others over and over again, there, you have to learn to balance that with, I've got to take care of myself in my profession. It's really, really important because if that, if I don't, if I'm not conscious about doing things that are good for me, then over time I won't be good for anybody else. And that's the reality. So you have to take care of yourself to be strong uh, for others. Uh, Dr. Lori, CTV National News anchor Lisa Laflamme is setting an excellent example of how to be comfortable in one's own skin by letting her hair start to grow out the gray. She looks very distinguished, an authoritative silver fox. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of grays too. I've got streaks. I call myself the skunk now because I have all these, these gray streaks. But you know what? It's a whole other look. 
it's me. What are you going to do? Right. Uh, and that's okay. To me, that isn't a lack of self care. It's a conscious decision to say, screw it. <laughs> I don't care. I'll let the grays come in. And if I feel along the way that I want to change that, then, uh, then I will, but, but it's okay. So, what are the things that we need to do to take care of our, our minds, our bodies, our hearts, and our spirits? So tell me what some of the things that you do. Like if I don't hear from you, I'm going to assume you guys aren't doing enough. You've got to be doing stuff to take care of yourself. What are you doing physically? Are you exercising? Are you uh, paying attention to your lifestyle, like, are you eating properly? Are you getting out there and exercising? Or are you sitting on the couch and playing video games all day for the last four months? That is not self-care. You want to waste time every once in a while? That's okay. That's good. That 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 can be part of self-care. But if you neglect all the other aspects of your life, that isn't self-care. Um. The Passion Poet writes a poem here. We are special beings that can love. We take a partner to witness our life, share our feelings and thoughts and our successes and strife. Take a bit of time for yourself. You are not hard as stone. Someone really cares about you. None of us really alone. Life passes too fast. Don't get get caught up in commotion. The earth will always turn. You're on the shore of a cosmic ocean. Isn't that lovely? And, and it's true, life passes too fast. When they say life is short, you know life is short when people around you lose their life early. And sometimes those are the reminders that say, I've got to do more for me. You know, I've, I heard somebody say once, like, on your deathbed, you will never say, I should have worked more. You would say, I should have spent more time doing being with family and I should have spent more time doing the things I loved. And so I think that's really important to remember that. And what are you, first of all, what are you doing for your physical self-care? Get away from your computers. Get away from your phones. Get away from your TVs. Go outside now. Do something. Get active. It's... I can't stress that enough. It, it, just the the research on it alone is, is enough to convince anybody that they should do it. That doesn't mean everybody's going to do it. But we have to push ourselves sometimes to do these things. A texter writes in, I decided to adopt another dog. That will get me out there. That's great. I just talked to a woman today who also adopted a dog in the, in the, last, uh, in the last week. She's walking more, doing more. Plus, there's also the effect of uh, animal love, which does something psychologically. So you're helping yourself physically. You're also helping yourself psychologically. We know that people who have pets, for example, suffer from depression less. So good for you. That's a great plan. Um, (laughs) All right, I'm not reading that. That's somebody sending in something 
lovely to say about me, but I can't, I can't. Like, sometimes I blush and I don't like that, even though you can't see it. But okay, so coming up, I want to talk about males and self-care. Maybe they have a little bit, I don't know if they have a harder time, or maybe we just talk about the physical self-care, but I remember just getting an, an email recently or a text about manscaping. So men are thinking more about this, and more and more um, specialty shops are opening up just for men. So let's find out what actually goes on there. Uh, so coming up, we'll speak to the owner of uh, Bloke, a more than a barber shop, but a self-care for men kind of place, and uh, we'll find out from a male perspective what self-care is all about. with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. Tonight we've been talking about self-care, and part of self-care is grooming. And I have to tell you, I've been really enjoying watching my male friends grow their beards. Some of them are looking... I love them. I, I, I love the beard. Some of them are, are showing so much gray that I never knew they had. Um, but I think they're enjoying it too. So we're seeing a whole lot more beards growing and stuff. And, of course, the whole idea of grooming and, and self-care when we think about the, the physical side comes into play here. And I know for a lot of women, and we've talked about this on the show before, but a lack of, of good hygiene on a guy, for example, is a really big turnoff. But I'm noticing that men are asking more about manscaping. I've talked to a few of my esthetician friends who say that they uh, men are asking to have their backs waxed and their their testicles shaved, waxed, whatever. Uh, so they're more concerned about uh, about grooming. And so I think there's a whole business now for that just for men and their self-care. They have more and more of these self-care uh, routines. And one such business that has opened up uh, that really focuses on men and their self-care is Bloke. And we are uh, fortunate to have uh, Demo Padula who joins us. He's the owner of Bloke. And uh, I think you, you are in a couple of locations, right, Demo? Yes. Right. So we uh, opened our first location about five years ago uh, in the West Island in Dorval. Actually, we're located inside Monster Gym. Right. Next door and, to my uh, office, by the way. Right next door to your office. And uh, our second location, we opened up just before pretty much this pandemic started. Oh, no. December 1st. Yeah, we opened up December 1st in on Crescent Street, right underneath Mandy's. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, we haven't reopened up our second location yet. Uh, we're hoping to open that up August 1st. The only reason we we're waiting is because there's not much traffic going on right now downtown and I'm right. trying to build one shop up at a time. So I brought in my crew from the West Island. We're getting that one up and running and okay. we've had great traction. A lot of people are glad to be back. <laughs> I'm and, sure that's uh, a lot of beards that you oh are trimming, God. right? <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It's like seeing guys come out of caves. Honestly, it's like they've been, they've been hiding for the last three months. I li But it's kind of a hipster look, isn't it? Oh, like yeah, I'm, it's so it's amazing how a beard can grow in three months. Well, the the, the interesting part is that uh, so barbershops have really made like a massive surge in the last five years. Okay, you know, like so we're really allocating a space for men and going back to the old school classic cuts, and it's great because it got men into the whole manscaping, like you said, you know, yeah. uh, taking care of their beard and growing out different styles and so on and so forth. Uh, 
but fades were really popular and so on and so forth. And it was kind of hard to transition men to go from that short hair again, that clean cut, to a little bit more length. So this pandemic actually worked out fashionably quite well. Like it's grown out in like nice flow of hair, great beards. And, and now we're having a lot more hair to work with and, and creating a, a newer trend for the spring summer, you know? Right. And for my older friends and my husband included who are shave their heads but have yeah. their beards, yeah. it's like it's it's inspired some of my other friends to shave their heads, which I it thought I think it looks fantastic and Absolutely. and they and they were afraid you know you know the guy that has only a little bit of hair left who's really mm-hmm. afraid of like getting yeah. rid of it <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And the cool thing about a beard is that's what it does. It kind of, it almost counterbalances yes. your baldness. You know what yes. I mean? It gives you something, you know? And, and I, I'm of that. I have a, I'm bald with a beard. And, and ever since I grew my beard, I just feel more confident. It oh, just feels better. Look at that, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. tell, tell me, what was your vision uh, demo when you opened Bloke? So I've been in the hair industry for roughly about 30 years. I started oh, wow. as a, uh, working with my mom. She has a hair salon also in the West Island. And okay. I, w- I worked doing men and women for, for many years. And I just started to realize that I personally I enjoy cutting hair more than blow drying and coloring hair. So I always tended to, to, to have more fun with men's haircuts, be more creative. But then I started to see more uh, because I started working for a company called Ruzel, which is a men's brand. Okay. And again... Men's products were very, there was very few out there besides American Crew that was devoted strictly to men. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ruzel, about eight years ago, was a company out of Rotterdam in Holland, and they created a men's line and really went back with an old school feel, the tin cans, the, yes. the smells, all these things. And it was really reminiscent of, uh, of vintage barbershops. Mm-hmm. And I was approached by the Canadian distributor, who's a friend of mine, uh, if I wanted to be a brand ambassador for them, they were looking for educators. So I said, sure, why not? And when I jumped on board with them, I just it opened up my eyes because then we traveled to Europe to their shop and, and got trained and so on and so forth and seeing everything that was out there in Europe because this has been going in Europe for way more than what, what we right. see in North America. Right. And seeing that, I'm like, yeah, this has to come to North America. I, I just felt more comfortable like, and, and more in my element. And I jumped on board about, uh, like I said, seven years ago, working with this brand. And then I opted to open up the shop. But my vision was really to take what hair salons have been doing for women for the last 40, 50 years, Mm -hmm. creating a space of elegance and a a, a place where women can go and really just feel, you know, this this whole allure of being Pampered. Pampered. (laughs) And I wanted to do the same thing for men. So my barbershop wasn't so much of a barbershop or more of a men's salon. Right. So I, I brought in an esthetician uh, uh, who I've known in the industry for many years, uh, Mimi, and she's been amazing. She and does. She wait, does also, she do testicles? Yeah, she does okay. everything. But she does <laughs> the thing, too. So she did both also women and men, but then decided that there's just a much better market with the men. Right. Because it's all new, right? And it's like, and the, fin- the funny thing with men is they're very easy. You know what I mean? You can sell them on anything and if you tell them and, and they'll like, they'll try it once for sure and once they like it, they'll always be loyal. Right. So, so we, we jumped on board with this project and we created this space where we have like manicures and pedicures and all this body waxing and, 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 and facial treatments and, and men's hair coloring and straightening and perms. We do everything that you would get in a hair salon for women. Right. But in a more masculine environment. We don't offer wine, we offer scotch. We don't offer cappuccino, we offer espresso. So it's like... That's it's cute. Been, it's, yeah, it's cute. And it's been getting, it's been getting good traction. It's, it's, again, men seem to like it because we go 
we go a little bit further than just the haircut. It's really more well, of an that's experience it. Based. But that's what I'm saying. I, I, I get questions from men, and men want to know. Like, they don't yeah. know where to go. And, and my friends who are estheticians get phone calls from yeah. men who say, will you do my testicles? Can you do my butt? Can you do – and, yeah. and many of them are uncomfortable. They're like, I, yeah. no, I don't want to touch any testicles, yeah. you know? <laughs> well, that's the majority of estheticians. That's why it's hard to find women that – or estheticians that actually specialize in just men. Men, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, so we have we have packages called like the full Monty, where like no wax your whole body if it has to. You know? So it's uh, but again, it, it's it's not something that it, it used to be very taboo, and I feel now it's just coming more mainstream. Okay, it, more and more men, and I think the fact that we're in a gym, it already gave me men that mindset of. You that it's okay. You care of yourself. Right. Exactly. It's you still manly, it. right? It's still it manly it for you to get a pedicure. <laughs> yes. Demo, yes. will you hang out with us a little longer? Maybe answer some questions for people. That, Absolutely. Uh, all right, wonderful. Demo Padula of Bloke. Uh, everything a man needs. <laughs> all you blokes and more. And more. Way more. <laughs> way, way more. <laughs> in any relationship. It's passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. We're talking about self-care and now specifically men's self-care. And we're speaking with uh, Demo Padula, who is the owner of Bloke, and a one-stop shop for men to get pampered. And I'm not talking about getting a massage with a happy ending. I'm talking about pampered <laughs> in, in the... <laughs> Physically pampered, differently pampered. I don't even know how to say it anymore. That's right. You want your pedicure done? Go. You want your testicles waxed? They do it. You want your hair done? All right. That's as happy as they get. Uh, right. Now there there are some questions uh, for you here. Um, well, first of all, one person says no one. I mean, no one is taking a razor to my testicles. I think they use wax more than they yeah, do any shaving. Not, yeah. Right? When it's it comes not, to testicles? Right, exactly. right, right. Um, what make and model would you recommend for short cut and neck trimmer? Is there any specific? For short, for short cut and neck trimmer? Mm-hmm. Uh, what make and model? I, I use Babyliss as clippers. Okay. That's just right. Yeah, so I use a Babyliss. Um, That's a good brand. That's like it's, a... Yeah, it's a, it's a well-known brand, and they actually... Uh, were recently bought out by a multinational company, and they really revamped the whole line completely. And their new trimmers are just awesome. Like okay. their whole technology behind it is much more advanced than what you're getting from traditional trimmers. Right. Another one says, "While we're at it, what tools would he recommend for manscaping?" So do for the yeah. So do the men come in for? Usually, like for their backs, they're like, what are they wa- what are they waxing? So waxing, yeah. So the majority of men, uh, I, I guess the majority of services waxing is usually chest, back, shoulders. Uh, that's what the majority get done. Mm-hmm. But we do have a lot of men that also not so much waxing, but trimming of leg hair and mm. uh, yeah, and we do have buttocks waxing as well. <laughs> right. So uh, that's also very common, especially, I don't know if you've noticed how much, how many more men are cycling. Yes. So that in itself, most most men that do cycle automatically already shave their legs. 
Right, so, that's true. So, mm-hmm. so waxing on legs has also been very common. Right. Uh, pedicures and manicures, not so much, but pedicures, especially around the summer season, much, more and more men are are are, are coming mm-hmm. in to get that done. What color nail polish are they using? <laughs> <laughs> Clear. <laughs> oh, really? Boring. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> um, JD says, I just want to know, can you do my butt where my butt cheeks don't scratch each other? Yeah, they wax your butt cheeks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, and by the way, women so, get that done too, just saying. Absolutely. It's not <laughs> uncommon to get this done. It's like it's like I said, it's something that women have been doing forever and now it's becoming more mainstream for men. There's still always that kind of I don't know, like black cloud hovering over guys saying I don't do that, but it's you haven't done it because you you didn't know about it. And if you haven't tried it, you'll never know if you like it. But once you do it, I'm telling you, it's refreshing. It feels yes, good. It, yes. you, you feel clean. You know what I mean? Yes. It, it And women can attest to this. Women Absolutely. who wax versus women who uh, shave, because shaving, of course, you have to do so often. But waxing, you don't. But that that so first few thing. days after waxing feels great. <laughs> I always say that. I, I always compare it to women. And I, and I tell men, you're, you're married. Do you have a girlfriend? Are you dating? Do you have a significant other? What does she do for you? Does she wax? Does she does she color her hair? Does she do her roots? Does she do her eyelashes? Does she put makeup on? Does she exercise? What do you do for her? Do you think showering is enough? Yeah. You know, like, sometimes you got to go a little bit further. Get yourself a proper haircut. Groom your body hair. Uh, keep yourself in a, in a in a fit form, and make yourself a package worth undressing. You know what I mean? Like, right. I like that. Both ways. That you're right, women. I mean, uh, granted, women do this for themselves, but maybe they do spend more time to want to keep looking attractive, and maybe men get more lazy. Look, it's always nice to feel compliment. It's always nice to feel beautiful and feel complimented, whether you're a girl or a guy. Right. You know, and I always said this to any one of my groomers: when you do a proper service on a gentleman, a haircut is so much more than a haircut, and they'll only know that once they leave and they get their first compliment. Right. When someone looks good, and you walk into your office, and your buddy looks at you, your secretary looks at you, your colleagues look at you, and they say, "Hey, you did something different with your hair. That looks fantastic." You get a jolt of like amazing feeling you feel good about yourself and and you want that feeling to continue and that's why more and more men started taking care of themselves and coming more often to get their hair cut because you like that instant feeling of gratification when someone gives you that compliment and it's the same thing when you do that for yourself with your body you take care of yourself you you just feel good yeah and i remember um my my good friend kaya bear who used to join me here who was an alouettes guy and he's bald and whatever but he used to tell me how much he enjoyed just going and having the face masks and that like yeah. all the treatments yeah. for his his skin as a guy you know yeah yeah <laughs> we have a, 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 a i would say a good three to four different uh packages just for facials with uh with all different types of skin and i'm telling you it's so many guys that I introduced it to like oh what do I need that for I, you know I wash my face in the shower with what I wash my body with Right. Yeah, but you know what? That's Once not in a good. While, <laughs> no, it's not good. And you should try something different, and you might just like it. And I'm telling you, it's like everything else. The minute they try it, they're hooked. You know, so it's something that, again, they don't know about. But once they're educated on, I feel I feel in the next five years we're gonna start seeing these barber shops and, and pop up a lot of places. More, yeah, yeah. will become more of a salon based feeling and experience for men. 
And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about specifically about men's self-care because I, I think we talk a lot about women. Women are, we're in the know, we've been doing this forever and we've been going to salons and, and, and we know about all this stuff, but men don't think about that. They, no. they Or they laugh at other men who got, who gets a pedicure. Oh, you got a pedicure? What What's that about, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's happening less and less, but yes. yeah. Exactly. Uh, so a couple of, uh, this texture wants to know, on a scale of one to, oh, mama, how painful is the butt and sack wax? <laughs> oh, mama. <laughs> it's an oh, mama, I'm yeah. Coated. I'm not going to But look. It's but it's short-lived. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it is short-lived. And honestly, I'm the type of person that in order for me to sell it, I need to try it. <laughs> and I can attest to the fact that <laughs> it's it, oh mama. It, it, it is oh mama, but it 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 comes and it goes. And yeah. once it's done, it's done. Yeah, you know and it mean? lasts seconds. It's like like a exactly. You know? Let's be real. It does last only seconds. Oh, so, oh my but, god, absolutely. But the, the the painful seconds, but seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but somebody, minimal. Yeah, exactly. Somebody wants to know: Do you do? Anal waxing and bleaching. So the waxing of the the buttocks is usually yes, they wax between the cheeks yes. as well. Yes. Uh, yes. So yes, but what about the bleaching? Because that, no. that's a trend in porn. Yeah, yeah exactly. And we, it's we dangerous. Don't do that. Right. No, I, I, we don't do that. I don't. I'm, I've never really talked to my esthetician about it, and to wonder why we've never really been asked if we did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it is a trend of point to be quite honest. Like anal bleaching, I don't see it something that. Uh, yeah, well, let me know if you get asked because I well, we, or ask the we guy. Bring it in, I'll, I'll call you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just ask the guy if he's a porn star because uh, <laughs> it's it's common in the porn industry, but they use. It's poisonous. What it's very toxic. What I believe used. so. Yeah. I believe so. I believe it's actually. Uh, yeah, it could be dangerous. So I'm yeah. sure your esthetician would not uh, necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Want to do do that? A couple of texts here. Nope, that's right. Men typically do not think much about this stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, somebody wants to know how about electrolysis in terms of pricing, pain, number of sessions, etc. For backs uh, for three backs oh he's wanting a price now a hairy italian a greek and a leb <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, give him a good price for the so, sessions the, 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 what i would always suggest is always it's always best to come in for a consultation yeah. she does do she does do ipl so we do do laser treatment on uh, hair removal okay and uh her, her it's that is actually painless it, and and she swears by the system that she uses and can get it so laser like, uh, better than electrolysis. You can't do electrolysis on a no, guy who has thousands no. of hairs. That's unreasonable, no. and yeah. it's painful. Laser necessary. Yeah, yes. you need to yeah. do laser for yeah. sure. But and, yeah. and of course, but again, laser it, it is it is sold in, in groups of packages. But the packages depend on the type of, like you said, the coarse hair, the quantity, the denseness of it. So it's always best to come in for a consultation. So just out of curiosity, uh, you go in, you want a haircut and a shave. What are we talking about here? Somebody wants so a haircut to know. and a shave. So it, our prices start for a haircut thirty five dollars. A shave is a uh, haircut and shave is fifty five dollars. Oh, okay. So well, pretty much what women pay. Pretty much, and yeah. the service. So the thing behind it, and this is where I kind of want to really clarify what it is that we do. Majority of barber shops. When you think of a barber shop, the majority of barber shops you walk in. It's uh, most of the time it's a first come first serve. Even if it's by appointment, most barber shops don't wash your hair. Most barbershops is basically they'll wet it down. It's a, it's a quick cut and a, right. and a set, a styling. Uh, for us, we really have it, what we, it's more of an experience-based process. So we really educate our, like my staff is completely educated on the, on 
the, the fine points of men's grooming and the essentials of what suits a man best. So what we really work with is the consultation. So for us, it's not just about cutting hair and giving you what you want. We give you what you need. It's not about you walking in showing us a picture. It's really about like we ask we ask a different series of questions right. when we do our consultation. And we do a full uh, hair wash, scalp massage. Then we do the cut. Then we do a rinse. And then, then you say, the let style. me. And then you say, let me check your back. Oh, that back yeah. needs a wax. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's much more of a. It's much more of an experience. So yeah, when Great. we see those prices, a lot of guys are like, oh, that sounds expensive. But the the experience that comes behind it, that, it, and you don't have to do it that often. People should know that the more you wax, the less it, the less the hair yes. grows. So that's yeah. part of it. Demo, yeah. we've run out of time, but thank you so much. Uh, Demo Padula can be find found at Bloke, and Bloke is where Monster Jim is uh, in the West Island. And you're now open for business. We're now open for business, Yay. and we should be open soon enough downtown as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much. This thank was you. such a thank pleasure. You. Thank you, Lori. It was <laughs> my right. pleasure. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. Thank you all for uh, listening and uh, for sharing your own self-care ideas. Appreciated your text. Thank you to Nicole Proano, in, uh, our technical producer, of course. And if you want to connect with me on social media, at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website, drlori.com. Coming up next year on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening. Stay safe and remember to live your life with passion. Will do to make it hurt. Mm-hmm. If you give your love to me.